Hey guys, it's Coach Jay here. Just wanted to welcome you to the first episode of my podcast, The Coach's Box, where we take a dive into me as a person and a coach. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and stick around for weekly episodes. All right, here we are. First episode of The Coach's Box, uh, presented by myself, Justin, and we have Mick. Hello. Hello, how are we? Alright, so let's get started. So, um, today is just going to be about just an introduction because this is the first sort of episode on just a few different things with Justin, why he's making the podcast, who he is, how he's gotten started and where he's looking to go. So, we'll start off by who are you, Justin? Tell the audience who you are and and what you're about. Who am I and what I'm about? Well, I'm... uh... I'm a 22-year-old aspiring coach, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, someone that is looking to make an impact into the future of basketball. Yep. Um, basically, you know, I have a huge love for the game, huge passion for it, and I just really want to help people achieve their goals and dreams. So, what do you what do you love most about basketball, and why basketball specifically, and not any other sport? And you know, what's What's most sort of um, encapsulating to you when it comes to the concept of coaching? What do you enjoy most about it? So the first part of the question, so with basketball and why I love it so much is because the, the technicality in it, you know, there's so many different aspects of the game, um, so many different things go into it. You know, the teamwork, the camaraderie, you know, being resilient and stuff like that. A lot of stuff that really applies day-to-day life, I guess. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, being disciplined and, you know, working in a team environment, but also growing as an individual. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, basketball really represents how you can carry yourself in general. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in terms of coaching, what really intrigues me with coaching is that, you know, like I said, I, I really want to help people. Um, I really believe that, you know, there's always room for improvement no matter how good you are or how mm-hmm. good you think you are mm-hmm. um, yeah I just I, I mean coaching for me is just you know what, what I've learned through my um, playing days and mm-hmm. you know just understanding the game I, yeah. I want to be able to now influence and teach younger generations yeah you know because you know what I went through as a kid mm-hmm. with basketball mean you know you try to give now the future generations the best and mm-hmm. not the bad type of coaching i've gone through and stuff like that so. yeah because because yeah there's definitely there's a lot of people aspiring to be coaches there's a lot of coaches out there i know everyone's had their own experience with like good and bad coaches and you know in various different sports not just basketball um and you said about you wanted to inspire sort of the new generation what do you feel from an outsider's point of view and you know, coaching a team yourself, what do you feel is lacking the most when it comes to the new generation, like in terms of skill set, in terms of mindset? What do you think is lacking and what do you hope? What's your sort of, if you've developed like a coaching philosophy that you'd like to portray um, as a coach? I think in general, just, you know, when people think of a coach, they think of a, an older age man that's very you know, authoritarian like, mm-hmm. um, and it's usually his way or, you know, his way that all the highway, oh, essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, for me, you know, 
I really believe in like player empowerment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I was growing up, if you're tall, you're automatically chucked yeah. as a post, as, as a big man, you're yeah. in the post. Yeah. What are you doing dribbling the ball? You have yeah. to rebound. That's all you do. Yeah. Whereas the game has evolved. Much and the game, faster. yeah, the game has definitely evolved there. You know, yeah. I see some of my mates that stopped growing mm. and now, you know, all they can really do is rebound and wall the same height. Yeah. And you expect when we just go play pick or whatever, then be mm. able to dribble and shoot. Mm. Well, they can't do that. Yeah. And so I really believe that, you know, no matter how tall, mm. well, no matter what size they are, yeah. I want to be able to make sure that they can do everything. Yeah. So be a multi dimensional <clears throat> yeah. 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 And really encourage that because, yeah. you know, I know a lot of coaches, they, they frown upon players trying new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, the younger generation of coaches, you know, my peers are, are pretty much my age. Mm. Um, you know, we see the game differently to how some of these older coaches, and we do, we respect these coaches. Yeah. You know, not I'm not here, you know, shitting on them and tarnishing them, but, you know, we do respect their views, but I think, you know, us growing with the game mm-hmm. um, really brings a different type of insight to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really believe that, you know, I want to be able to encourage kids to do everything and just overall just improve as a player in terms in terms of like an all-around game yeah and what do you feel is more important um a player or a young player particularly showing a lot of talent and and do you think it's more important to keep developing their talent or do you feel that their mindset and their sort of um their attitude is what's going to sort of uh, leap them forward into, onto the next level what do you think is m- most important in developing and you know why I think the most important thing for them to develop is their mindset and their mentality mm-hmm. how you so know, um, you know you, you get kids that you know they they, they think they're, they're good at that age mm. um, and they don't they think that they don't have to work hard yeah they get a rude awakening so, very quickly yeah so yeah. you know you get you get you know 15 year olds I think they're at a certain level yeah the next Michael Jordan and then and then they get put in a real situation and reality check hits and Mm. you know Mm. they're no longer the best player in the team whatsoever and then Mm. you know they hinder their own development so I guess you know for me it's very important to not only continue developing their skills but having that humble mindset that Mm -hmm. you know I've got to continuously work hard continues to push through you know I always like to preach to them you know you're you know if you're thinking you're this good now yeah, think of how many other players, not just in Australia, but yep. America, it's a global Europe, competition. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, all these kids have big dreams. Yeah, you know, it's it's not going to get given to you. Yeah, you know, just because you think you're the best, mm. coaches not going to think the same, scouts aren't going to think the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's really important to keep these kids grounded, mm. um, but also, you know, encourage them and let them know that you are here to support them as well. Yeah, to continue yeah. the development. Yeah, and I, I definitely agree with that because, you know, I feel like, you know, generally speaking these days, you know, athletes' mentalities have changed a lot to what they were in the past. Yeah, like, definitely. you know, someone like Kobe, for example, like having the mama mentality, I know it's very cliche, it's very well recognised and celebrated, but no one's really like that anymore. I'd almost go as far as to say, you know, we've developed into like a generation of snowflakes and, you know, people... They may have the talent, like you said. They may have the know-how, but they don't. They don't really possess the the, the depth of character yeah, and they don't of have will. That hunger. Yeah, and the hunger to you know go out and do what needs to be done and show up when you need to show up and yeah, definitely. you know and whatnot. And I feel like I've personally seen and I've heard a lot of instances where 
you know, there's been some very, very talented athletes in any sport. And, you know, they they weren't able to sort of progress to the next level. And it was almost always due to their to their mindset. So, yeah, I agree. That's 100%. Yeah, 100%. Really you know, they, they recognize that they're, they're really good at a sport. They're outstanding. Mm-hmm. And almost, you know, they let it get to them. Yeah and, yeah, and the drive is no longer there for them. Yeah. But they're only 15 years old, 16 years old. They're mm-hmm. barely scraping the surface of how mm-hmm. good they could actually be. Yeah. You know, so I guess... You know, that's where I want to play my part in being that influence that goes, hey, mm. you know, you got to keep working. You're mm. good now. Mm. If you don't work hard, all these kids behind you are going to overtake you one day. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a, that's one thing I continuously push. Yeah, and I think it's very important, you know, to, for, for you to be able to do that. Um, the players and the team need to have, like, an underlying level of respect for the coach, Yeah. whether it's you or anybody else, because um, that's another thing that I think is not that not very easily come by these days as well having like respect for coaches and, and peers and teammates yeah uh, because when you have that really anything is what you can influence the players to do anything so what's your how would you go about sort of building that rapport and that level of mutual sort of respect and understanding with the players well you, <clears throat> for me especially because i do coach a younger age group yeah i coach under 12s yeah. um by the way. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's already that sort of respect with it. Just with the age. Just with the age yeah. because they yeah. look up to you um, as sort of a role model, yeah. as an older brother, yeah. Yeah. Um, as like sometimes even a fatherly figure. Yeah. Um, so yeah. You, you're literally a very strong male influence in their life. Yeah. Um, so they, there is there is a lot of respect. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but sometimes I do get kids that, you know, think they know more than they actually do mm-hmm. um and the way i kind of go about it is that you know we i like we we converse about it that we actually talk about it yeah you know i tell the i because these guys are so young mm-hmm. you know got a lot I, going on yeah and i want to be very open with them yeah you know and i explain <clears throat> I explain to them like look you know i know what you want this mm-hmm. is what i want mm-hmm together Find some we're gonna ground. we're gonna be able to benefit each other yeah yeah okay especially so for example you know a kid feels like he deserves more minutes yeah you yeah. can have that open dialogue yeah. okay yeah. you know <clears throat> i like to treat my players you know like i said before play empowerment yeah you know you yeah. feel like you you deserve more more minutes cool we can talk about that mm-hmm. that's that like underlying kind of respect going we're like yeah you know they're not just sitting there angry yeah. at me yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, in terms of like really building respect, I mean, I can't really give you an example because, like I said, like these mm. are it's a bit kids. different when they're yeah when they're yeah, younger, when they're younger yeah. kids. Yeah. I mean, I have <clears throat> I have dealt with older kids, yeah, um, and and slightly older athletes, yeah. Um, and I guess just the way you know, like I don't come in day one going you know mm. demanding respect. Yeah, it's something that it's, it's earned, earned. Yeah, and it's definitely. slowly built. Yeah, over you know, time. and I think respect comes with building trust first yeah absolutely um, and once the athletes know that they can trust you that's when that respect comes with it mm-hmm. so um, I guess you know my recommendation is getting the place to trust you first mm-hmm. it's the first thing knowing that you know letting them know that you have their back no yeah. matter what yeah that's gonna come a long way because you, know, you get the trust and you get their respect with it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we probably wouldn't won't get into like specifics in terms of like you know um, 
game sort of strategies and, and yeah, plays yeah. and all that sort of stuff. I might leave that for like another sort of episode. But generally speaking, what, because again, this is, we are sort of focusing on like younger age groups and mm-hmm. players and athletes. Um, going back to sort of priorities and what's important, what sort of play style or attitude towards the game do you sort of try to foster and, and try to um, instill within your team and within your players to, so as to give the best possible chance of, you know, success and, and improvement? Yeah, so it's, that's actually a good thing to talk about because, you know, it's what, December 2nd and, yeah. you know, because of COVID and everything, tryouts yeah. or rep has been pushed back yeah. I think we're going to second week so it is really good to talk about um, me personally when I look at a player um, and what I want to instill in them is mm-hmm. you know number one my player's got to work hard mm-hmm. um, that's hard. your that's your number one number one is, is effort effort, is effort. Okay. you could be your skill set could be at a five but yeah. if your effort is at a ten yeah. eventually your your skill set's going to catch up with your effort Yeah. so but if you have a kid it's the opposite way around his mm. talent out of 10 and his yeah. effort out of 5 yeah. I'm going to take the kid with the effort 10 times out of 10 really okay. because because eventually once that once the game goes with him yeah. he's going to take off yeah. he's going to take off like we were saying before yeah. and I think the mindset is going to take the kid with effort that might not be as skilled or talented like yeah. further yeah. wherever that may be yeah. and, th- and another thing for me you know, there's, there's a couple of things I look at number one is effort mm-hmm. <clears throat> number two is um is the, the teamwork yeah because you know I'm coaching kids 8, 9, 10 yeah you know they, they're used to you know especially the kids that are they're very very good and outstanding yeah you know they they tend to be a little bit more do- ball dominant mm-hmm. because that's all they've been they've been you know known to yeah, yeah. you know it's just all about me 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 mm-hmm. how, how do you how can you change that so it, it comes with just being in the in a in a better I guess team environment yeah yeah. You know, and the kids, the kids they see because they see, you know, whether they play domestic or they play at their school competition. Yeah, as long you know, they understand me scoring twenty points, my team winning. Mm-hmm. That's that's their equation. Yeah, right. But I always preach them, especially my teams. Yeah, I rather all of us score five points each yeah. and win by twenty. Yeah, than have one player score twenty points and mm-hmm. us win by five. Yeah. So yeah, that means that we've played. If we all can score five points and win by 20, that means we played our game, we played as a team. And, you know, overall, I guess it, it just... That's what's most important. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. And then, <clears throat> what sort of... How do you deal... Because this obviously would happen a lot, particularly in like, as, as, the, as athletes are younger, how do you deal with setbacks and individual sort of... Um, sort of roadblocks with individual players you know how do you deal with trying to balance basketball with you know, everything else that goes on in their lives like you know uh, uh, like we were briefly touching on before player complains about minutes or a player you know has a problem with the team at another on the team how do you deal with sort of bringing the camaraderie um, yeah. with everybody and, and, and sort of keeping the sort of the internal team spirit together in times of like unrest because that would happen a lot throughout the course of yeah, the season yeah definitely definitely yeah. you know a season is always a roller coaster ride yeah. you're going to have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows yeah um, that comes back for me really is the, is the trust aspect of it mm-hmm. uh, because you know uh, like I, I I hate saying it because it's mm-hmm. very corny and cheesy mm-hmm. but 
if they trust the process. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, because, mm. you know, I want to play you as much minutes as I, as I can. Yeah. You know, what's the point of me picking you for my team if mm-hmm. all you're going to do is ride the bench for the whole year? Yeah. Yeah. So my best, you know, I have your best interests as my best interests. Mm-hmm. I want you to develop, be mm-hmm. better. Um, in terms of like, you know, dealing with underlying issues is that, just like I said, that open dialogue where we can kind of just, you know, we're like a family, we can talk mm. about whatever it is. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I've had kids where, you know, they have family issues. Mm-hmm. Um, they may be going through something at school, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've, I've even had kids where they've had like very bad anxiety. Yeah. Where they have kind of like panic attacks sometimes. Yeah. You know, just overwhelmed, you know, during the game. Mm. Um, but, you know, I always let them know that I have their backs no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, it can be anything and they can always approach me. Mm. Um, as far as us, yeah, working through that, it's always just through communication. Yeah. You know, there's no real specific way because each, each situation is unique in its own. You know, some weeks I might have a kid that, you know, got in trouble in school, whatever, you know, and he's having a rough week or, you know, have another kid that, you know, is just going through a bat- rough patch in his life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because these guys are, are young. Yeah. They're, they're nine, nine, 10 year olds. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it is, it is a lot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just being their, their main support, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, I think it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we've spoken a lot about sort of the players, about the mindset of the game, yeah. very, very briefly mm-hmm. touched on sort of your, your attitude with, you know, in terms of coaching and, you know, why you wanted to coach. Mm-hmm. Sort of briefly, you know, we'll touch on as well, where do you, what's your end goal and where do you see yourself being, um, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the line, you know, within your coaching sort of career? Yeah, so I guess... Uh, I guess with my introduction, it was very brief into as to who I am and my background. So, yeah. quick summary of <clears throat> me and my life. Um, so, I didn't really pick up the game of basketball until I was really around twelve years old. Yeah, really. So, in basketball world, that is very very late mm. uh, because nowadays kids are getting exposed at the age of two, three. Mm. You know. Mm. Um, and for, for like for me, it's a twelve-year-old. I mean, you know, I wasn't completely oblivious to what the game was. Mm. My understanding of the game was of a two-year-old where ball into hoop. That was it. Yeah. At, at the age of twelve, that's all my underlining understanding was to basketball. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, I, I picked up basketball very late. Mm. Um, so my in terms of my development, everything was very behind compared to my peers. Mm-hmm. And so when it came to actually playing at a high level. You know, I experienced some pretty rough coaching and, and rough patches in terms of the game of basketball. Yeah. And so from that, you know, I guess I picked up that I want to be part of the sport. I love the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be a coach. So As to where I... Yeah. yeah, so your you're sort of... Your pain pretty much brought you close to the game. Yeah. I'm understanding. Yeah, yeah. You know, you wanted to... You're kind of, it's almost kind of like cathartic it sounds like to you in a way that you want to sort of be that that guiding sort of you know presence in other kids lives that you maybe it sound from the sound that didn't have yeah. when you were growing up in the game yeah that's very interesting yeah so you know whatever i always yeah whatever i didn't get mm-hmm. you know i want to know now be able to provide that to everyone mm-hmm. so you know 
I'm 22 and I hope that, you know, when I'm 32, mm-hmm. um, coaching at a very high level. Yeah. Um, you know, people always ask me, you know, do we aspire to be an NBA coach or a college coach? You know, it, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have aspirations of becoming a college coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I, you know, when I want to, when I want to do something, I want to be at the very best of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, why bother? Exactly right. So, you know, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm coming in just for, you know, shindigs, then I'm in it for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely when I, you know, 10 years time, I look at myself as, as being part of a coaching staff, mm-hmm. whether that's an assistant, you know, associate head coach, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, at a higher level, definitely. You know, the dream, the ultimate dream is to be a head coach mm-hmm. of a college program. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm willing to grab any opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's yeah, it's important, especially when you're you know you you're a very good networker and it's very important with anything, but especially in the coaching realm that you pretty much just try to grab any opportunity that you can yeah. and build your resume up, which you know you just kind of what you're doing. Yeah. And you're looking at doing Michelle Tim's academy. Yeah, so I've been um, I've been yeah. coaching, I've been. Well, I actually, I started last week at um, at Michelle Tim's Academy, mm-hmm. um, which is which is an amazing opportunity. I'm very grateful for. So, for uh, people that don't know, who's Michelle Tim's, and what's so special about this academy as opposed to anything else? So, Michelle Tim's Michelle Tim's is literally like, to me at least, she's like the Michael Jordan of women's basketball in Australia. Yeah, you know, when you bring up women's basketball Australia, like she's probably the number one person who comes to mind aside from like you know Lauren Jackson aside but yeah. Michelle Timms is right up there as she's a hall of famer in yeah. terms of women uh, in basketball in general yeah um, she played in WNBA I think she's a multi-time Olympic medalist yeah um, and she's literally she's a legend of the game yeah so to be able to work with her um, coach for her camps it's it's an amazing opportunity yeah, and I'm very, I feel very privileged to be able to do that yeah um and how, when is that taking place? And so, so yeah, so I've, I just started coaching there recently. Yeah. Um, I have been asked in the past, but because of, you know, work commitments and stuff like that, I didn't want to just give it, you know, half effort. I want to be able to put everything I have into it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because of COVID and stuff, her academy has been delayed through a whole year. Um, so the opportunity came back, you know, where I've been asked, hey, would you, would you like to come and coach? Um, it's not only a great way if you, you know, to further your coaching, yeah. but you can actually, you learn, you can learn and build and connect with other people as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Which that's very important. So, yeah, yeah I literally just grabbed it by a tour and I said, yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it's been great. You know, first week was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we're working through up until a week before Christmas. So yeah. I'll see these kids the next three to four weeks yeah um and hopefully by the end of three four weeks you know i hope that they've definitely picked up a couple of things from me yeah absolutely and like what an experience as well yeah yeah it's definitely a, a great experience you know um because she's teaching me things that you know I, i've only i've only worked with her for two hours in the one week well yeah um and i've already learned a couple of new drills that i'll definitely be into implementing with um with the kids i have in the future yeah um, so yeah. it's it's an amazing opportunity, and what's different, I guess, about her academy and other ones I've worked at is you know, in terms of 
numbers to coaches. You know, for me, you know, there's no point in, in dumping a kid at a camp if it's going to be 30-odd kids to one coach. Yeah. You know, you might as well just send them to daycare. Yeah. Because they're not going to learn anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might as well just drop them off at a court for three hours to shoot around with mates. Yeah. Hey guys, so I know at the time of recording this, um, I've uploaded the podcast and I've just gone back and just realized that um, the ending part of the audio had cut out. Um, basically, we were talking about how different the Michelle Teams Academy was compared to other camps. And I was just made, making the point that, you know, um, at Michelle Teams Academy, the, the ratio of coaches to players is a lot smaller. Typically, you see about, you know, anywhere between six players to a coach um so really at at this academy that you do get a lot more you know i guess personal one-on-one more detailed coaching um and basically we just after that we just wrapped it up um so from where we left off um i just want to say thank you all for tuning in there'll definitely be more episodes coming um we're going to be going through different types of stuff and like coaching philosophies um what it means to become good player teammate etc etc but thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next week